All right, guys. Hey, what's up? Thanks for being here. Hey, today we're going to do, in this episode, uh, our first question and answer with uh, Josh Nelson, Kevin Torno from Infinite Wealth Strategists, uh, my team members and uh, owners of the company. And uh, we're just going to do a question and answer today about a lot of things that we normally get. So uh, I'm going to turn it over to Josh and Kevin. Guys, you ready to go? All right, everybody, welcome to our first Zoom cast. This is Josh Nelson. I'm the CEO of IWS, and I've got my partner, our Chief Operations Officer, Mr. Kevin Tornay, on the line. And we're going to talk about the infinite banking strategy and how we have leveraged this to help pay off hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. Um, you know, we're showing people how to really gain control of their income, which Kevin, you and I both know we're not taught this kind of stuff in school, right? No, not a chance. Not a chance at all. You're not even taught this stuff in business, you know, in business class while you're going through school. Yep. Yep. Well, let me tell you guys a little bit about my background real quick, and then I'm going to turn it over to Kevin. I know he's put together some questions that, that uh, you know, that we get asked all the time that I want to answer. Um, but look, I, I basically grew up uh, my mom and dad taught me I had to go to school. I had to get good grades. I had to go to college. I had to get a degree. I had to get a good job. You know, I had to set up my bank account and I needed to have a 401k. And these are the things that were taught, folks. And it's even worse today. Um, you know, nobody taught me about money. And, um, you know, I've always been an entrepreneur. I did Kool-Aid stands when I was a kid and I did <laughs> mowing lawns. And I had my little Red Rider wagon that I steal all my mom's cleaning supplies and I'd go knock on doors with my friends, you know, any, any way we can make money because my allowance that I got as a kid just wasn't enough. Right. I wanted more candy and I wanted to be able to buy candy for my friends. that didn't have to. So, yeah. uh, so I basically, um, I was a straight A student, honor student. Um, you know, I got in trouble a lot at school, but not with my grades. And, um, you know, I ran with the wrong crowd for a while, made a lot of bad decisions, but, um, anyways, I ended up dropping out my junior year. I got a job with uh, one of my neighbors cleaning pool tile, did that for about a year. Um, and then I ended up getting a job at 24 hour fitness. And I learned that working 18 hours a day is not something for me. I don't know about you guys that are on here watching, but you know, when you're 19 years old and you're, you know, I was making a six figure income, you know, mind that, um, you know, so I was broke at a higher level than all my friends, right? I had nicer stuff than them, but I was still living paycheck to paycheck. And then I got involved with marketing and, you know, marketing put me in a position to make millions of dollars, which was my goal. And then I realized that it's not all about making money. It's about helping people and making a difference in the world. And the industry I was in wasn't allowing me that opportunity anymore, which kind of landed me where I'm at now. Um, you know, which brings us to the whole infinite banking concept, which is what we're going to talk about today. So. Go ahead and turn it over to you, Kevin. Yeah, 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 you bet. You know, and I know, you know, some of the people that are watching right here, they may have heard your story, but, you know, perhaps they haven't seen it or heard it in, in my perspective, per se, because, you know, a lot of people know that we've we've worked together, we've known each other for a long time. But guys, listen, I've, I've known of Josh Nelson for probably about 15 years, um, but I have actually worked with him one-on-one -on -one for the last decade or so. And the first five years uh, of watching Josh from a distance, I, I got to tell you guys, you know, he was out there, he was doing things and he caught my attention and, and I was attracted to his message. I was attracted to the passion 
And so I started, you know, watching him closely. Now I watched him and his wife, they went out there, they, they had a lot of success, they were making a lot of money. And, and listen, Josh was in, in his 20s, you know, throughout his 20s, there was no, there was no lack of money. But what it, <clears throat> what it turned out to be was, look, all we knew how to do or all Josh knew how to do, and a lot of people can relate to this, we knew how to make money and we knew how to spend money, but we knew nothing about managing money. So maybe some of you guys that are viewing this, maybe you guys are out there right now, you're in the grind, you know, you're shooting for the stars, you're, you're making a pile of money, maybe you're making a little money, it doesn't matter. But the point is, is that you've got to come across something, all right, you got to come across something that's going to, you know, put you in a position where you can have more control and, and more leverage uh, on, on the money. And that's exactly what, you know, the infinite banking concept is, is done for both Josh and I and a lot of people, um, a lot of people out there. I mean, I don't know if you guys have caught any of our live webinars or if you've even heard anything about the infinite banking concept. But what I can tell you um, is that, look, I poked around the finance industry for about 15 years and it took me 15 years of poking around in the finance industry to come across something called the infinite banking concept. And when, when, it, when I was presented this concept, I couldn't even believe it. Now, keep in mind, guys, all right, what we're doing is, is we're using an insurance product. Now, I was selling insurance in the past, but I've never seen it presented. I've never seen a policy built like this. I've never seen any of these benefits. And the first thing that, uh, that, that, that happened was is that, I guess you would really say is that Josh introduced this, put, put us on a phone. I got really, really excited about it. I saw Josh got really excited about but it was almost too good to be true. And Josh and I both dove into these books, right? Starts out with like how to become your own banker. And then, you know, we'll catch something in that book. And then we're going on to the next book. And, and I mean, completely intrigued, you know, and we ended up cramming all of this knowledge within over the course of 12 months, reading multiple, multiple books and getting a good handle of this. And finally, we come to this, this, this understanding of, oh my God, this, this infinite banking concept is everything that it appears to be and we don't we, we tore this thing apart so i think today what we really want to do is 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 really just do a quick q a and and have this open dialogue so that maybe some of your questions that have gone unanswered maybe they get answered maybe uh maybe you you're the type of person that are stuck in this mindset where you think of life insurance as being one of these things where i want the biggest death benefit for the least amount of money and, and look, that's not the wrong type of uh, thought process there, but it's not the only thought process. What we're doing is we're doing the exact opposite. And when you can see it through the, our eyes and, to, and through, uh, <clears throat> through, through our lenses, you're going to see that there is a whole lot more to life insurance than just a death benefit, guys. So I really encourage you guys to, to pay attention today. And uh, hopefully, uh, once we're done here, uh, you guys will go on over to the website, take a look at that website. We've got a ton of content on there, but, uh, some of these questions need a little, a little bit of, uh, further explaining. So Josh is the perfect guy to do it. Um, and, and I'm excited to have Josh on the phone guys. And, I, and I'll tell you why, you know, as the operations officer with infinite wealth strategists, often I'm behind the scenes and I'm doing a lot of the administrative stuff and things like that. But what Josh has been able to do over the last 12 months is just mind blowing. If some of you guys watch what he did in his previous career to what he's doing in this career, 
I think a lot of you guys might be excited to see what's happening, but just this month, guys, and, and look where we're at, the coronavirus, I mean, look where we're at. Guys, we almost wrote over a million dollars worth of premium. I don't share that with you guys, and that was just in the first four days of this week. I don't share that with you to throw out a big number, but what I'm saying is that look at the state of the world, look at the state of the economy, and what we're doing and what we're trying to provide is, is, is there for you. And a lot of people are gravitating to security and that's what we have. So I know we got, uh, I got a little long-winded Josh, but uh, let's dive into this. I mean, I'm excited to see you so passionate and uh, I'm excited uh, for what you're gonna share with us. So um, I've got a list, I'm prepared guys. <laughs> but uh, you know, first things first guys, look, these aren't, this isn't a sales presentation or anything like that. In fact, Josh, let, why don't you, why don't you tell me, you know, with infinite wealth strategies, what does it cost to get started? Is there, are there any, are there any fees or anything along those lines to simply explore the option of IBC? No, actually that's the best part about it is that we don't charge anything. Um, we provide and we've developed our own proprietary tools. Uh, we've got our own software. Uh, to do this, we didn't borrow it from anybody else. And, you know, as a company, we pick up that cost. Um, for those of you that don't know, I mean, look, I, I started this company as a ministry, folks. I mean, I, no one taught me about this kind of stuff um, growing up. I made millions of dollars and I spent millions of dollars. I don't have, I wasn't able to run that money through a system like this. But, you know, as far as the cost to the, to the customer, um, you know, for those of you on the line that are thinking about getting an IBC policy, we don't charge anything. We, all of our services are free. We do a, a free strategy session with you. Uh, our mapping is free. You know, we've got a lot of man hours that have gone into developing these tools. And I can tell you that these tools, you know, you, you can go out to a financial professional and, and pay thousands of dollars to have somebody build, you know, a financial program for you. Uh, whether it be to help you get out of debt or investment strategy or whatever. And, you know, these guys are not actually doing it with their own money. And that's kind of the reason why we even exist, right? Is because what we teach you are things that we're doing with our own money. So I'm not a licensed financial professional, right? I'm a licensed insurance agent, but I chose not to get in the world of finance because those guys charge people money just to give them advice. And typically that advice is not something that they do with their own money. So to answer yeah, yeah. your question, no, we don't charge anything because, you know, like anything in life, I feel like if I have knowledge, you know, I'm not going to charge people money for that knowledge. Now we do get paid from the yeah. insurance company. You have to have, you know, the, the policy that we specially engineer as this banking system and we get paid by them. But as the client, you will never pay us anything out of your own pocket. Yeah. Now I'll tell you what, you know, and, and there's a couple of things. Number one, with the, with the finance industry, I guess, I guess we're going to narrow that down to any, anything that's attached to securities, anything that's attached to the market, anything that has a great risk. You know, we're, that's not the business we're in. We're, we're in the business of trying to recapture some of this interest payment that's being lost or, or, or leaking out of your, your personal uh, economy, right? All of these third-party interests. I mean, let's look at it. I mean, I myself, I've got multiple credit cards. Each one of them are 15, 20%. I've got a mortgage. I've got car payments. And, and a portion of every payment is, and, and unfortunately, a, a high portion is, is just third-party interest that's just being leaked. 
And that's what we're trying to, we're trying to show people how to recapture that money. And we don't want to put any of their capital at risk whatsoever. And uh, Josh, I'm just real quick here, you know, and this one might be painful for you. Okay. Especially as a, a serial entrepreneur, somebody that has had a, a, a great level of success has made millions of dollars and at times was not so successful because, you know, things change in the, in the market. But let me ask you, had you ran just a portion, not all, but just a portion of the money that you had made in your twenties, how would that impact your life now going into your forties? I mean, what, what would what would be different had you ran a portion of that money through an IBC policy 15 years ago? Yeah, that's that's a pretty hard question. Um, I mean, when I when I first heard about this, I honestly got sick to my stomach because I started doing the math on that. Just from the last five years that I was in the network marketing industry, you know, I, I made millions of dollars. Had I ran that money through this system and I captured that money in my warehouse, which by the way, while, while I say that, I'm gonna refer a book to everybody. You guys all need to get this book called Building Your Warehouse of Wealth. This book right yeah. here is so impactful, um, it, it's insane. So there you go, Building Your yeah. Warehouse of Wealth by Nelson Nash. Yeah, I'll tell you what, guys, that's a great book right there. And, and there's a bunch of books on the, on the topic. So maybe after this conversation, you'll go read it, read some, look them right. up. If I would have ran just the last five years, which I was in the industry for 16, just the last five years of my income, I'd be earning roughly around a half a million a year right now, all tax-free, I mean, without even my head getting off the pillow, which is, which is crazy to think about. <laughs> you know, and, and another thing, you just said tax-free, and, that, and that's it, guys. Listen, you know, the infinite banking concept is the concept. The vehicle that we're choosing to use is a whole life insurance policy. Now, it's not a, it's not an old, boring, outdated insurance policy, but it's specially engineered. We're building this thing, you know, tailoring it, you know, for your specific needs. And because it's inside of a whole life insurance product, when we're talking about, you know, this income, we're talking about the dividends, which is technically a return of premium so that we can access, access those completely tax free. And it, it does become a revenue stream there. Um, you know, so it's powerful. I mean, and you really want to consider that because some of the people out there, they're going to be watching this. They have their 401ks, their IRAs. We know the minimum distribution age. We know what comes with that. And uh, what comes with it is taxation, 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 and more taxation. You know, if you're rewarded, let, let's say you do really well throughout your life inside of your portfolio. And now you are in a position where you have to take money out. And uh, if, if you've done really, really well and your distribution is above a certain dollar amount, rather single or uh, married, you know, they can come in and start taxing your social security, 40%, 80%. And, and a lot of people don't know that nobody's looking at it, especially in, you know, their prime or their, you know, <clears throat> 30, 40, 50, you know, working 30 years at a job, trying to get the retirement. Nobody's looking down the road that far especially when there's not enough, not people don't have enough money knowledge, you know, cause they're not, they're not interested. They're just, they're just doing what they're told. So, um, so Josh, real quick here. I mean, we're writing policies all the way across the board, but if somebody makes, and I'm just going to throw a number out, let's say they make $45,000 a year. What, 
does a banking policy make sense to them or do you have to be making a certain amount a certain amount of money for this to really have an impact if someone's not making a lot of money they need this even more than the person that's making money because the people that don't make a lot of money are the ones that struggle the most the ones that don't make a lot of money you know when when this like covid situation happened those are the ones that are really struggling right now is the, the people that are literally living paycheck to paycheck they need a system like this because if they don't start recapturing some of that income and putting it in a system where that money is going to work for them, they're just going to continue giving that money away to the financial institutions and they're going to continue to live in the, in the way that they are. Matter of fact, I would go as far as to say that this system is better for people that don't make a lot of money because they're going to notice the biggest impact in their life from this. Because they're going to go from drowning in debt to being able to get their head above water where they can actually breathe again. And, and then maybe from that point, determine where they need to you know, go to get to the next level. Look, people need a financial system in place. That's just the bottom line. And we're not taught this in school. And that's the big lie. That's the big thing that we all fall for and we get duped into is we go spend money to go to school and college and get degrees and all this stuff, but they don't teach you about how to make money or how to, how to value money in a way that, that, and it's like I teach on every call. You know, if I go out and I make $10,000, right? Let's say I go out and I make 10 grand. I worked hard for this money. This money is not just money. It's also time. It's time that it took me to make that money. So you've got to understand that when you value money the right way and you utilize this system the right way, you know, and you don't make a lot of money by being smart with your money, you're going to start building up this, this cash cow, right? This warehouse of cash where your money's now being put to work for you by the insurance company. And that's really what this is, folks. We're building this insurance policy so that we can store our money inside of it, borrow against it, and allow the professionals to go out and invest that money and get that money to work for us. So that every year we get a dividend and we get a, uh, you know, an annual rate of return on our money. Look, this is the most powerful system in the world and it is virtually for anybody. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, you said a couple of things that, that really caught my attention, but, you know, again, real quick here, like on the operation side, what I can tell you is that, you know, with the, with the, with the economy kind of suffering right now with a lot of people with stay at home orders and missing work. And, and look, I know the government, you know, they approved the stimulus. We, people were getting the, the support that they needed financially somewhat, I guess, quote. But what was really cool is that over the last year and a half or so, we've acquired a pile of clients, a ton of clients. And I've got to tell you, over the last six weeks, we have processed more policy loans than we have since we've gotten started. And what that means is that we have people running a portion of their income through this policy and it's being leveraged, it's growing. And if an emergency happened, you know, such as this COVID, you know, or maybe a new roof or a new driveway or maybe a new investment, look, they have 100% practically utilization to that money and it's really powerful. And the fact that when we're going out there and we've shared this with a lot of people, but to actually see them, them use the policy in a world, real world scenario, I mean, that's rewarding. I mean, it, it makes me happy. It makes me feel good about what I'm doing. But uh, there was something else that you said, you know, about people's income. 
you know, why don't you guys take a look? I mean, just why don't you take a look at what you guys are paying on a monthly basis, just in interest. Okay, let's say that if you've got a credit card and it's $5,000, you know, you're probably paying anywhere from $100 to $140 a month in third party interest before it even touches, you know, the principal. And guys, when we design these policies and we do this financial roadmap, our number one objective is to recapture that $140. What we're trying to do is, is increase your cash flow on a monthly basis and roll that into other debts in a chronological order to recapture all of the money that's leaking out of your family economy. Guys, this, this roadmap, okay, not only is it, in, you know, it's extremely detailed, okay? Some people, they don't want to think about things. We've got to, you know, they want to see the light at the end of the tunnel. They want to, they know they need to be told what to do. And with the clients that are coming through our system, we provide this tool that says, hey, listen, on this day of this month, you're going to take, you're going to take this amount of money out of the policy and apply it to this debt. And, it, and then by doing so, we can, we can go through, and, and we do this for free, by the way, guys, we can go through and tell somebody exact, the, the exact day that they're going to be debt-free, exactly how much time, and more importantly, how much money they've saved, all by using this silly little insurance product. So, I mean, it's, it's powerful. Somebody that is making a little bit of money, that has a lot of debt, you got to find a way to take a look at this because we can increase your cash flow, and that's the name of the game. So now Josh, it's, it's, it's an insurance product and, and some people have a general knowledge of, of insurance, but they hear words out there, you know, term insurance. I mean, we all know that we've got a lot of people, Dave, Dave Ramsey, so on and so forth that are out there really, really promoting term insurance. What's the biggest difference? I mean, I was always under the impression and it's true for the most part, but if you're looking at it, whole life tends to be a little bit more expensive in term insurance. I mean, other people are looking at, uh, they hear about these universal life policies. I mean, what really separates what we're doing from some of this other life insurance products? Well, let's start with term insurance, which is really the most popular, right? Which really takes advantage of the human psyche. We want, we want the most bang for our buck, right? So term insurance is like automobile insurance. You're gonna pay a very small premium for a fairly substantial death benefit for a, for a specified period of time. And let me just point out that specified period of time, the insurance company is gonna use their actuarial data to make sure that it's 99.99999% chance, <laughs> other than getting struck by lightning, that you will not die during that term, or they wouldn't give you the policy. And you can look up these facts, but Term insurance, for those of you guys that think you need to have term, less than 2% of term claims ever get paid out. That's how good the insurance companies are at predicting your death. Less than 2% of people that get a term policy ever get paid out a death benefit on a term policy because they don't die within the term. Now, universal life is very similar to a term policy because it's it's basically like a, it's like a, like a chassis of a car. And then built on top of that is a renewable term product. So with a universal life policy, they kind of hide it, you know, and talk about it as a whole life policy, but it's really not because it's based on your age. And every year that you have to renew that, the cost of insurance continues to go up. 
And that defeats the purpose of a banking policy. See, a whole life policy, the way we design it, we design the lowest base and the most into cash value because we don't, we don't engineer the policy for a death benefit. We engineer the policy as a financial tool to warehouse our money, to protect our money from divorce and lawsuits and creditors. Because again, your money is safe inside of a whole life policy from those things. So again, it's the way that we engineer these things that makes it so much different than anything else out there. So if you have a term policy, it's not a bank. If you have a, a universal life policy, which a lot of people will try to talk about infinite banking and they'll sell you a, a UL policy, that policy may work for a few years, but as you age and the cost of insurance and the fees continue to increase, it starts to siphon out all the cash value and it defeats the entire purpose of having a banking system. So, yeah. and again, yeah. just because it's a whole life product, not all whole, whole life products are, are equal either. It's the company you write with, which we write with the best. The company has to have paid a dividend for at least 100 years, which all the companies we write for have. They've got to have massive amounts, billions of dollars in reserves, which all of the companies we write for have. So again, there's a lot of research that goes into the company that you use uh, to have that policy as well, which again, we've done all the due diligence um, on all the companies that we've vetted. So, you know, yeah. not all life insurance is the same, folks. Yeah, you know, you know, in, in with 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 insurance and Josh mentioned something earlier, you know, we're warehousing our cash there. They're actuaries. They're going out there and investing this money, guys. Look, this is where the banks are putting their money as well. You know, this is nothing, nothing new, maybe new to you, but it, it's, it's nothing new. And when you look at the portfolio of an insurance company, they're extremely conservative, extremely safe. And that's why these insurance companies have paid out dividends for the last century through the Great Depression, through everything. They've never skipped a beat. Um, so they're, they're sound investments. Now, I don't even want to say investments, but they're a safe warehouse. It's a safe place to, to warehouse your money. But uh, Josh, so listen, I mean, this is this is an insurance product, okay? And they got to go through underwriting, right? They're going to have to have a, a physical for the most part, and they're gonna, where somebody's going to come out and make sure they're, you know, they look as good on the inside as the outside. But let me ask you, let's say somebody gets into a policy, right? Something changes in their, in their financial life, okay? And they can't afford, say, the, the premium, you know? And let's say, you know, for, that's the first question. And for the sake of time, I'm going to roll two. And the second question is, is what happens if they wanted to, what's the exit strategy per se? I mean, what if they wanted to get out of the policy, does it cost them any money to get out of the policy? Are, they, are there any penalties or anything along those lines? So I shot two questions at you. So go back to the first question again. Yeah, so the first let's question say, is, is if people lose their job or something financially happens, right? Something, something, something happens. Like I had a client recently that, that had to have a surgery. So they were gonna be out of work for two or three months and uh, we had to make some adjustments to the policy so that, you know, but what would happen? I mean, would would the cash value pay the premium? Would the would the policy be in in jeopardy of being? That's would it the beauty. Lapse? I mean, that's the, that's the beauty about these policies. I mean, there's a lot of different things you can do. Number one is, yeah, you can use the cash value that's inside the policy. You can just take a policy loan out, turn around, and pay the premium again for the next month. That's one option. Number two is again, the way we design these policies, it's got different riders on there. Well, some of the riders are optional. So let's say, for example, 
I'm doing $1,000 a month in premium. Depending on how we design that policy, in some cases, I could pay as low as 30% of that and still keep my policy and have, you know, have nothing happen to it. So for example, if I have a thousand dollar a month policy, I have a really bad month at work, you know, I could pay 300. Well, what if I don't have the 300? Well, then I can borrow it from there or I could borrow the money from someone else, right? Maybe a family member pay the 300, my cash value goes back up, take a loan back out and I can pay my, my friend back. So that's the beauty about whole life folks is that there's a lot of different options that you can do in order to keep these policies in force. Now, people ask me, well, what if I can't pay the full amount that month? What happens? Does it hurt me? No, it doesn't hurt you. Your, your cash value just won't grow as much that particular month, but then you can always make that up on another month, right? So let's say you can only do 300 this month, but then things turn around, job comes back, or you get a windfall of cash. You can always make up that 700 later that you couldn't do that particular month. So there's a lot of different things that you can do. Now, as far as you know, canceling the policy. Let me just show you guys something real quick. Let me share my screen. Let me just give you an example on this particular client's policy here. Let's just go to the fifth year. This client's 33 years old at this point. Let me just give you an example of how this policy works. This client would put in $3,600 that year. So this client's paying 300 bucks a month, okay? If that client let's say paid that $3,600, their cash value is going up almost $5,000 that year. So my question really would be, why would someone ever want to cancel a policy? Let's say that I didn't have the $3,600. Well, I could just go to someone and borrow the $3,600, pay the premium. My cash value goes up the next day you can see on my screen right here, by $4,968, I can now take out a loan for the $4,968, pay the person back, I borrowed the money, $3,600, and I just made $1,400. So my question really would be is, once somebody truly understands how their policy works, why would you want to cancel it? Now, again, if you wanted to cancel it, if I cancel it at this point, my cash value is more than what I'm paying in. Therefore, I can just surrender my cash value. Look, mm -hmm. folks, your cash value is your capital. So if I've had the policy for five years, okay, I've put in sixty, I've put in sixty-one thousand six hundred of my own money, but you can see right here I have sixty-two thousand nine hundred and eighty-two. So if I surrender the policy at, at year six, I surrender it for my cash value. So I actually made a little bit of money because the insurance company used my policy. They used my money for five years. So again, it, it, it comes back to education and you've got a lot of different options as far as if you lose your job and you can't pay the premium or you decide you want to surrender the policy. And again, that's the reason why whole life is the best because if you have a UL policy or an IUL or a term and you want to cancel that, for example, on a term, if you cancel in the middle of a term, or, or you even make it past the term, you lose all that money that you paid into that policy, again, because you're not building any cash value. So the fact that you're able to build cash value inside of this policy, that cash value is your money. And if you decide to cancel at any time, you're just basically like withdrawing your money. Now, there may be a little bit of a, a charge, like a, um, 
uh, um, like a transaction fee or something, but it's going to be a very small fee for them to pay someone to, you know, process all the paperwork for you to cancel it, but it's going to be very minimal. You're basically going to get out almost all your cash value. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the, the fee would be something like 40 bucks. I mean, it's going to be really, really tiny, you know, but uh, Josh, let me, let me interject real here. And I know we're, we're short on time, you know, but uh, some people may be familiar with whole life insurance. And, and if you do have a whole life insurance policy, um, it was built for a death benefit. And yes, it's, it, it may be growing some cash value because by nature, the whole life does that. That's not the game we're playing, guys. We Most of the time, if you have just a whole life policy, you can't access a policy loan until year three or year four and, and so on. Look, with, with the policies that we're doing, more of the premium is being designed towards the accelerated growth of cash value. You can take out a policy loan the, you know, within the first 30 days, and that's powerful. Guys, Josh is talking about flexibility, okay? Look, we all use our policies for our own reasons, okay? I wanna, I wanna share something and I'm, I'm gonna pretty much close my segment out here is that you know that you a lot of people talk about uh, compound growth, right? Compound interest. But nobody's talking about, nobody, nobody is talking about uninterrupted compound growth, okay? And, and the reason being is that it doesn't exist but one place that I'm aware of. Guys, this product, all right, this, these whole life um, um, policies, all right, is that every dollar that you put into it, or in Josh's scenario, you borrow somebody's money to make, a, make, a, make your premium payment. Guess what? That guy's money is going to continue earning you additional dollars for the remainder of your life. And then those dollars will be paid out to your, your beneficiaries as a legacy, after you pass away or the insured pass away, listen, okay, uh, let's say that you're like myself, okay, I've got, I've got three beautiful daughters, okay, each one of them are probably going to get married, that's going to cost a little bit of money, each one of them, I, you know, I hope that are going to go on to be academics in some, some capacity, if I was looking at this, and let's say I wanted to get a 529 college fund, right, mm. you know, and, pe and people like those, Guys, you should definitely be looking at IBC and, and nothing else. And I'll tell you why. Number one, and most people won't look at whole life or IBC thinking college fund, but it is, it can be in a, a college fund. We can out, out earn or out produce or outgrow any 529 plan out there. Okay, we can. If you know anything about these 529 plans, let's say hypothetically you're paying into the 529, you're paying into the 529, and then your, your children decide they don't want to go to college. Well, that 529 is a government-sponsored product, okay? It comes with restrictions, and there's a chance that that money would be kind of locked up because it's intended to, to be spent towards education, all right? You can do the same exact thing here with whole life. But if something was to happen, heaven forbid, to the child during their, during their life, there would be a death benefit that would help with funeral expenses, so on and so forth. Let's say that, you know, we're, we're putting money in there and for whatever reason, they decide not to go to college. Okay, no big deal. That cash value is going to still continue to grow and be in, 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 in you'll have uh, complete utilization of it throughout the remainder of their life. All right. There's no, there's no restrictions there. So, I mean, I know we, we kind of short on time here, Josh, but um, I think that's all the questions that I, that I have for you. And, and hopefully people will tune in. Uh, maybe you guys go to the, I, or live take a look at that. We got a ton of content on there. 
but I'm going to turn it back over to you, Josh. And uh, I appreciate you uh, inviting me on the on the on the call here and having this conversation with me. Sure. So you guys can go visit our website um, underneath Become the Bank. There's an FAQ page that's got a lot of different frequently asked questions that would come up and a lot of different PDFs. This is all educational. It's free content that we put together for you guys to learn more about this concept. We're going to be doing this every week. Um, we do do presentations as well, but this is kind of more of a podcast, video cast style where every week we're going to have different guest speakers on here. This is just designed to really be kind of an open forum. Um, and we will be putting out a way for you guys to send in questions to us each week. Um, and, and again, if you're a client, you want to get on here every week or go to our, our Infinite Wealth Strategist uh, Facebook page and we'll be streaming this live there as well. Just to educate you guys, we're going to have different clients on each week where you can hear different ways that they've been able to utilize this system. This is really going to be an education platform for you. Now, we do have another tool. I'm not going to go into it today, but we do also offer our IWS trust. You know, there's two things in life that we all hate. Number one is paying interest. Number two is paying taxes. And those are the two things that we focus on as a company. Um, go and educate yourself about our trust. I'm not going to go into it right now, other than saying that we can minimize your tax bracket down to almost zero um, in a very legal way with a financial <laughs> instrument that is copyrighted by the U.S. government. So I'm going to let you guys go to the website. There's a ton of information on that product. You can actually go on here and click on what does the IRS plainly say about this particular trust. Um, so go do your due diligence because we really have a financial program here that just with these two financial instruments that we educate you on, it'll change your entire financial life forever. So thank you guys for getting yep. on with us this week. Um, thank you, Kevin, for joining us. Yep. You enjoyed it. And we will see you guys back on here on Facebook uh, next Saturday at the same time. So God bless you. Perfect. Guys. Perfect.